I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. All right, here we go. Starting the podcast now. Um, uh, before our food gets here, uh, I just want to warn the audience that our food's coming, so we're going to have to pause to get the food. But when the food gets here, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Throw but, to ads. We'll throw to ads. Yeah, sure, there we go. It'll be a seamless transition. It'll be seamless. <laughs> um, but uh, to get us in the mood for eating, I've got a cool video for you guys. Oh, you ready? Okay. Here we go. This is a... Oh, wow. has got a little know. something in his mouth here. I don't know how much I'm going to want to eat after this. Oh, God. And you can uh, see something kind of poking out there. Oh, no, no, no. Is it a bug? Is it a bug? What we're looking at for the listeners only, if you're not watching on YouTube, there's a guy's mouth with doctor's hands around it. This is a fucking... Like he's got oh, a, it's a bot it's fly. a bot fly it's video. It's a bot fly. He's got something in his mouth, <laughs> and it's kind of poking. It's kind of poking its, its head poking out. on its own. I'm grinding got, my teeth right now. You've got doctor's hands kind of working it, and they're trying to work it out with like an iodine of hot sauce. Drip. Yeah, yeah. Hot sauce drip. Oh, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. How big do you think this, this sounds thing like is? it's happening in South America or Latin America? Now they're putting some sort of Vaseline or something on it. Uh, this is uh, this God. is by far the hardest type of video for me to watch. Jared, oh, for just you, you wait. Jared, I know that you don't like um, like broken bones, like Hall of Meat or or like pregnancy videos. Yeah, like you birth. know why I'm showing you this? Because oh, no, he's squeezing it. Oh, he's squeezing it. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Because <laughs> I'm OK now. There's tweezers, and the tweezers are trying to grab the tip. It's a worm. This thing, whatever this thing is. I actually don't know. I don't know if this is a maggot or a bot fly. I can't tell. No, 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 why are they holding it above his face? Because they're trying to show it to him. Why? They're trying to go, never again, sir. Yeah. Never oh, again. That's right. Never put your head in there again. <laughs> Man, I... What was he doing? <clears throat> after After watching that, I... Here's like, the, here's if the I thought I had to go to the gym today, I don't anymore because I've just squeezed all of yeah. the muscles in my You've body got, so tight. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. You're juiced out. Yeah. yeah. The lactic acid is built up <laughs> through your body. I mean, so people who couldn't see it, it was his upper lip, and it literally it was like on the right side of his upper lip, and it was just filling that lip, a big old bulgy lip. <sighs> I need to stretch now. Oh, no, here, here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy. I was talking about. I was talking about this with uh, with Kira the other day. That what we just saw right there, and I know there's a lot of healthcare professionals that listen to the show, a lot of nurses. Dude, that is like just your average Monday. 
No. Just your average day. At, oh, wait, oh, Brian. Whoa, whoa, oh, Brian. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Yes, oh, though. Wait, 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 wait. You're not oh, talking. Yes. You're not talking about like like average Monday. Like you're pulling bot flies out every Monday. You're talking dude, about just you see dude, fucked up shit in dude. general, right? Way worser than that right. on an average Monday. For me, for me no. Worser. For me, no. That was the that's a that's the the top tier, top tier, S tier, no, fucking man. hard to watch videos. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Dude, that's probably pretty vanilla. Dude, so what would vanilla. be a, So give me an example of what what would be way the other worse. Day, the other day, Kira came home from work and I was like, "How was work today?" And she was like, "Uh, yeah." Are you allowed to say this? I don't know. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you just can't say names. patient died. Patient died today. I had to put a toe tag on them. That I held their hand while they died. I mean, dude. When was the last time you did that? But that's like okay. Hold on, hold yeah. on. All right, yeah, that's, I mean that's all, a part on. of life. That's a part of life. Okay, man. So what are buffaloes. Fuck. So are buffaloes. Okay. How about this? How about this? Patient, patient, uh, coming into the CVICU with their chest completely open, couldn't close it for whatever reason. Doc just didn't think it was a good idea. Keeps it open, puts Saran wrap over top of it, oh. and you just got to sit there. Oh, and watch body them. diorama. You got to watch them while their heart's just beating in front of your face. See. Yes, that is crazy. I totally agree. It's crazy. It's Don't sit here and say, "Oh, but that's not no, as bad no, no, as no, a bot no. fly coming out of someone's mouth." All right, how about this? Wait, I, this isn't Kira. Somebody I, else. Somebody else told us this. <laughs> a good friend of ours who also worked in the ER happened to see a guy who had Frontier's disease, Ooh. and that's just a bunch of rot in your cock and your balls and your asshole, literally rotting away. That's and it smells. That's high. Really bad. Yes. Yeah. So that is yes. That is top tier, dude. That way worse, sir. But shit not way worse, sir. That shit is happening every day at the goddamn hospital. You just so don't like I'm seeing saying, larva. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Subjectively, I'm not saying that the Spread. other shit isn't fucking crazy, and sure. that they don't see a ton of crazy shit on a daily basis. Like the body science diorama yeah. thing is yes. fucked up. The like, yeah, the the for what is it called? For years, for years, for years, for years. That is that is obviously really hard to deal with. Larva, like the, the larva body, is at the top of your tier. Is top tier for you? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. and that's what I'm I saying. See you. And, and for me, yeah, yeah, for me, it's the body invaders stuff. Like I think there was a show on like uh, Discovery Channel or like TLC called uh, called Body Invaders, I and it was just it was just ER departments taking shit out of people's bodies that wasn't supposed to be there. It's like, like po- Doctor Pimple Popper before Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah, or like a guy like you know was biking down the street and his front wheel fell off and he flipped into like a uh, uh, one of those what are they called the the like sticks that stick out of the road sometimes. They, there's like a sticks funny name for them. They're the like uh, called like booleans or something. But there's like a sure the, anyway whatever a divider it is. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, and and like they just like penetrates through the guy's oh. arm, and oh, then they oh, have to like go. Well, that shit for me is. Did is, Bridie send you the, the picture of the crayon? Yeah, yeah, I told her to. You told, and I said. Because it makes me do between the toes stuff. Oh, that's bad. It's real bad. So that's we, your that's your top Bri- tier. Bridie and I were it's, recording it yesterday. Makes me feel real weird yeah. between Bridie, the toes. Bridie and I were recording yesterday, and there's a there was a it was like a Metapedia or like a Miss Jemmy or something. Yeah, it was an Instagram post of a guy who I don't know, like he must have just been like trying to punt something or some shit. Yeah, but it was a dad, and he accidentally wedged a crayon up in his foot between his big toe and his second toe all like, the way in through the skin through the skin all the way in up between the toes like this much like an inch of crayon fucking into his foot 
nasty yeah. photos. Yeah. From in his toe webbing. And yes, toe webbing, the there's something about webbing that's just yeah, it's like, the, yeah. like paper cutting the webbing yeah. of your yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When jackass paper cut the webbing of their toes, oh like, dude, that shit yeah. just makes you want to everything throw up. everything everywhere all at once. There's a scene, a paper cut scene that's very funny, but also the whole time I was going, ew, no, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. That uh, that crayon between the toes, that's another prime example of like the things I don't like in your body. But again, like, you know, think about think about her for all of her friends that work in the ER. You know, you got people coming in there with fucking table legs shoved up their assholes. They've they've fucking they they they've been they've been sounding their urethra with fucking coat hangers and getting infections. See, like I, I that think shit's happening all the personally, time. Personally, I'm just all saying personally all the time. Personally, <laughs> I I am more okay with the thing in your body if it went through a hole that already exists. If it's making its own hole, yeah. that's okay. that's fucked up. Okay, but like that's the, a good even, even the um, the rocks glass in the urethra, in the urethra, yeah. Like for me, it's hard to look at for I'm sure. Gonna, I'm gonna have to agree and disagree on this. But one at least the you, hole that oh, it went like, in through, you get it? No, yeah, I was like, I get it. Because here's what I don't get. Here's, here's <laughs> I what I don't get about go, that. Scratching an itch. Here's what I don't scratching an itch. Yeah, here's what I don't get about that. That reminds me of like the Animatrix when things happen. <laughs> that aren't physically possible. Yeah. And the guy runs so fast that he busts through his own skin and goes into the matrix. I mean, that's, that's that rocks glass busting somehow into some woman's urethra. Bussin. Bussin. Yeah. <laughs> how did we get here? Well, well, we got here because I wanted to start off the podcast with something really grotesque and nasty because it's been a while. And now we're going to move on to uh, another thing that's a bit grotesque and nasty, but in a different way. This is a story uh, coming out of India. A couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law for $650,000 for not giving them a grandchild. Okay, I, I sent this to you the other day, and I meant to look <laughs> this into is I meant to look into it. Did you look into it at all? Uh, we're, we're about to look into it right now. <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, what the deal... Because I know, I know, I know that if you have an arranged marriage, that there's like, and I believe it's, the daughter's family, like, like the daughter comes with dude, this. It just this offends my sensibilities as a Western person. Sure, that <laughs> that the daughter comes with, like, just to say that the with a guarantee <laughs> of 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 at least a kid of like a no it, it, that 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 the that the daughter comes with a dowry of uh, of like sure. of like some right. type of it, it's almost like. It's almost like sweetening the deal. Like some right. sort of money or value that is yeah. also added in addition with to, the person. Right. Because right. it's like you are going to marry our daughter and basically we're also going to like give you this you smell it? these assets of some kind. It smells like misogyny. It is. A couple a couple in India are taking legal action against their son and his wife, accusing the younger couple of inflicting, quote, mental cruelty on them by not producing a grandchild. Uh, Sanjeev Parsad, 61, and his wife, Sadhana, 57, say their son, uh, Shrey Sagar, and his wife, Shubhangi Sinha, should pay them $650,000 if the couple does not give them a grandchild within a year, according to the BBC. The older couple, who live in the northern India state of Uttarakhand, told the Times of India that the sum is what they spent on Shrey, who is now 35. This includes the a $65,000 bill for Shrey's pilot training in the U.S. in 2006, 
and a luxury car gifted to him for his wedding. Quote, I have only one son. I spent all my savings on his upbringing and education. Sanjeev Prasad told the Times of India, quote, he returned to India in 2007 due to the economic recession abroad. He had lost his job and could not find another for over two years. I supported him financially during this period as well. He added that he arranged a marriage for his son with Shu Bahangi, now 31, after the younger man finally secured a job. However, he accused the couple of immense mental harassment. By the not son? giving no, the father oh. is accusing the couple of immense mental harassment by not giving them a child despite being married for six years now. Can you just counter sue for the mental harassment of the initial lawsuit of <laughs> I mean <laughs> demanding a human production? Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Sanjeev Parsad said the young couple live in a separate live in separate states because of work and that their daughter in law doesn't stay with them, which has quote, added to their sufferings and caused the older couple immense pain. The couple's lawyer, A.K. Srivastava, uh, told local news outlet ANI News that the case portrays the truth of society. We invest in our children, make them capable of working in good firms. Children owe their parents basic financial care, the, loyal, the lawyer said, adding that their pair that the pair either wanted a grandchild within a year or monetary compensation. Well, I am so fascinated to see Sri- if that has any teeth. Srivastava told the National that the older couple was suing because of mental cruelty. Quote, it is a dream of every parent to become a grandparent, the lawyer said. They have been waiting years to become grandparents. The BBC reported that the Prasad's court petition has a court date for May 17th. That was two days ago as of recording this. Some Indian couples have faced immense pressure from family members to produce children. Some Indian mothers have reported experiencing physical abuse for not producing a male heir after having a daughter. All of this to say, it's kind of, I mean, like I get there's some cultural differences here, but this is kind of dumb. Uh, you know? Yeah. A little stupid. Yeah. Like what? What if they can't? Yeah. That's what my, if that's my what question. if his, what if this guy's yeah. sperm are as weird as yours? <laughs> Which, you know, and the, and what if they can't afford IVF or don't want to do IVF or don't want to yeah. do IVF. or can't or, or like, what if what or if, can't culturally or, if, or socially talk about sure. it? Yeah. Or what if they just don't fucking want a fucking kid because the goddamn planet's about to catch on fire next week and never put the fire out? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. It's and, and, totally and, and, insane. And I, and I totally and I totally don't. I don't buy. I don't buy the cultural argument at all. Well, there is. I like, mean, hold like, on, hold on. I, I get that, but there is. There is a. There no, I know is, there are different. Is 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 at play here? No, I know. No, I know that for but, sure. But I. But I. What, what I'm but saying, I don't buy. Fucking dumb. What I don't like, buy is the argument that I'm making up in my head. That I'm sure somebody else either listening to this or somewhere out there is making by saying it's a cultural thing and passing it off as okay because it's a cultural thing as if just a, just because it's a difference in culture makes it okay. Yeah. 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 You know, Mm. know, I I agree with you. What we're talking about is, is somebody saying to somebody else that they should give birth to somebody. And it comes out of Which very. That, I mean, this is the, very similar to. Totally. This is very similar to the fucking. Uh, it's it's different, but it's it's not. It's not 
that far off from like the fucking abortion 100%. discussion that's, that's happening in the U.S. Yeah. right now. Somebody, somebody going, I have say over your fucking body and what you do with your fucking that's body. That's my point. Yeah. And if you don't do it, I'm going to I'm going to reap benefits from it because you owe me. Which is interesting. And it's like, like, well, that's her body, man. Like, it's their fucking bodies. They don't want to have a kid. And again, like, get I, the fuck out of here. Like, I know, I know that that I would hate that, my parents, dude. Familial, I would go. I would go. All right, and now, and we're um, done. And now, and I'm gonna uh, sever the uh, ties. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Thanks um, for the education. <laughs> bye. And the bye. Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I know that familial relationships are different in different cultures and they're clo- closer in some and totally and not yeah, yeah, in others totally. but just the idea and again it's like it offends the western sensibilities the idea that like you know it's like that's not unconditional love that's conditional mm. love yeah well yeah. and from uh you know when my mom went and lived in china and was teaching english there like she said it's interesting that the difference in fi- family dynamics and the care for elderly i know we've talked Ooh. about like um, elder elderly care here and and about you know the fact that we we put our elderly folks in in like long-term in care jails. homes and and <laughs> yeah, yeah like, and like effectively in a lot jail. of cases they yeah. are like old people jails yeah. and is that the right thing to do no i don't think so no, probably but not. what is the answer for that and and in china like they i mean your parents take care of you while, while you're young yeah. you grow up you get a family and a job and there are multi-generational homes yeah. and the kids take care of the parents as they age and they, yeah. they live in the homes Does with them. Does the legal system have a place to intervene when that relationship doesn't take place? Always, this is why, I think. This is why, <laughs> my perspective. Yeah, and this is you why know? I think Midsommar was such a great <laughs> film because it really showed what we should be doing, which is that when you hit a certain age, you go up to the top of the cliff and you say your goodbyes and then you, uh, you jump. Mm-hmm. You jump. Go to Valhalla, that's, and you go to Valhalla. Yeah, you have I a mean, you have a very like righteous yeah. death. We have that in Canada now. It's called Made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. Would you like so, to jump the, off the cliff and go you, to Valhalla? Would you like to go? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Fucking, yeah, the, we're the going Nor- to have a <laughs> the, 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 seventy virgins in Valhalla. Yeah, the Norsemen. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to jump. <laughs> well, uh, well, you you kind of have to. It's, you have of, to jump. You have to jump. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, uh, guys, uh, there's, to, there's a story about a couple of uh, shitty parents. We have to we have to have a food break. <laughs> food break. All right, here we go. We will be back. The cool thing is, is yeah, if you're I'm listening or watching, you're not even gonna know. Yeah, yeah, you're not even gonna know. Oh yeah, yo, I get your uh, your noise thing now. You're like. Mouth sound thing that you got, whatever that fucking misophonia. Yeah, I get it. Why? How did that start? I have it with Zaya. She right. makes a sucking, now you fucking get it. She like, makes a sucking noise, dude. Ew. When she's on my when I hold her, and and it actually like it it makes me angry. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. But I don't get it. Like if you but, did it now, I wouldn't. Ma- it wouldn't matter. But, but my mouth thing doesn't do that to you. It does to me. It, no. does, it doesn't matter to me no, where it's fucking it, coming from. It makes from. me go. When it. you do it, I go. It actually I go, makes why, me fucking angry. I go, why angry. are you doing that? Like, but it doesn't yeah. make me angry. No, it but makes it, me angry. She does it like in my ear when she goes like, she goes, she goes like. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. <clears throat> and then you shake her. Yeah. <clears throat> how long, how many shakes do you think you take? Dude, I shake her. She and she goes, when I shake her, when I shake her, she goes to sleep. 
That's not sleep. Are we recording again? Are we back? <laughs> We've been recording. Have we been back? <laughs> yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. When I no, shake no, no, her, no. she goes to sleep. <laughs> that's not sleep. But that's what I'm talking about, dude. That that, that noise, that open. noise really does like it. So the way you get aggravated by it. What are you doing? That's I get aggravated by that. I'm, I'm aggravated that he's licking your leg right now. <laughs> Wait, if I could hear that right now, I would fucking punch him in his butthole. <laughs> Donut. Get the, dude, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> fuck off with that. Wait, wait, Listen, wait, is that like definitely fuck off with it on a podcast? Because there's other people listening. We didn't start right recording. Yeah, we didn't start recording. Yes, yet. we did. And this <laughs> is all going in. This is all fucking going in. When you make that noise on a fucking podcast, there's people out there that have what I have. I'll start right but right after that. It doesn't that matter. The audio, I'm I'm in control of what happens on CBC Podcast, the audio app. Well, and this wanna, is what's going on. You're going to want to make sure you're just watching the video then, I oh, suppose. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move right along here. Uh, uh, Moderna. You guys are familiar with Moderna? You heard of this? Moderna? One of my favorite pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> <Moderna's>, <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about them. <laughs> Moderna's got a mRNA vaccine for HIV. I think we've talked about this in the past. Uh, have we? We mentioned the possibility of it. That's for sure. Uh, well, yes. they have it, and they're starting human trials right now. Interesting. Uh, before 2020, many of us had never heard of mRNA. With the development of the COVID-19 vaccines dependent on this molecule, though, it was all over the news. COVID was the first disease mRNA therapeutics tackled. And given the success of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines at preventing severe cases of the virus, it most certainly won't be the last. The new candidates are lining up with scientists saying that mRNA could make it possible to develop vaccines against diseases that, until now, haven't had solutions in sight. One of these is HIV. Moderna, whose name, by the way, comes from the modified RNA. Didn't I know didn't that. know that. Didn't know that. Because Moderna, now this is something because Moderna is such a household name over the past couple of years because of the vaccine. The COVID vaccine is their first commercial product. Right. So which makes sense why they're called modified RNA. Moderna. Which, which which is crazy because they're a big public pharmaceutical company. Which is interesting because if you think about it and you do your own research, you'll start to find connections <laughs> back to the beginning of this whole coronavirus COVID-19 yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And uh did and you know that Moderna's headquarters are in Wuhan? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Did you know that Moderna okay. actually was founded the same year the HIV AIDS epidemic started? Um, so they launched trials of the experimental mRNA-based HIV vaccine called mRNA-1644 uh, this week, 1644, which was actually the year that Moderna was founded uh, by one of the, uh, one of the fathers of uh, modern slavery. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna follow the trail. <laughs> uh, phase Actually, one. The Q pointed that out, and ever since Q yeah, said that, <laughs> we've been turned on to the, the actual truth because uh, we are all truth seekers uh, here. Love the world, truth movement. Uh, phase one. The phase one trial will consist of giving the vaccine to fifty six adults who don't have HIV. So that's <laughs> that sounds problematic. Uh, and actually, they're gonna find in a month that they no longer. Or don't have HIV. 
Oh, this got so silly so quickly. <laughs> it's because we just ate. <laughs> Are we more silly after we yeah, ate? I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. I just drank a full fucking strawberry milkshake uh. from Five Guys. <laughs> I'm wired, bro. Okay, let's start right, after right, the right, break now. Go, go. <laughs> no, that's, all right. Let's pretend. All right. Here we go. We're starting over. And here we go. This is interesting. And fresh. <laughs> all right. So um, Moderna's got a HIV vaccine, guys. And uh, the phase one trial will consist of giving the vaccine to 56 adults who don't have it. Uh, with the primary goal, HIV. And so the primary goal is, is to evaluate its safety and monitor the development of an immune response in participants. That's very funny that they're going, you don't have HIV. So we're going we're gonna to stick you with this vaccine just to see, to make sure it doesn't kill you. Well, I think it's because people with HIV would be much more sure uh, immuno sure. Im immunologically vulnerable yeah yeah immunocompromised yeah that's you could have just you could have yeah, said that. that i mean that's a that's a yeah I, I know that word yeah in addition to the initial version of the vaccine moderna, moderna also developed a variant called mrna 1644 v2 core catchy that's like how I name all the uh, files for these episodes when I'm editing them on yeah, my computer. V2. I'm like, V2, yeah. final, final, this for real this time. Final, final, for real this time. Dot MP4. Final, final, two, final, 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 Real three. final, final, four. <laughs> this is what your phone just names photos that you took. <laughs> and like yeah. the raw data. Yeah. As detailed in Moderna's August 11th submission to the National Institutes of Health Clinical Trials Registry, participants in the trial will be split into four different groups. With one group getting the mRNA sixteen forty four and a second group getting the mRNA sixteen forty four v two final final one two one two final final <laughs> and the remaining two groups getting a mix of both versions uh, rather than a blind trial trial where people don't know which injection they're receiving participants will be informed of what they're actually getting and colloquially <laughs> they're referring to it as swamp water yeah. Right. Uh, so in order to drain word. the swamp, uh, for the phase one trial is scheduled to take around 10 months. Later stage trials will then take place uh, much longer than COVID-19 trials did as COVID spread like wildfire in 2022. I don't know if you guys remember this. Getting hundreds of thousands sick, it was much easier to give people a vaccine and quickly see who became infected and who didn't. Mm -hmm. HIV is, thankfully, far less prevalent. And as you uh, you can go a lifetime without ever coming into contact with the virus. Yeah, it's way easier to do it like like to do this 20 years after it spread like wildfire. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, mRNA. <laughs> that was our plan all along. MRNA 101, uh, uh, as you probably heard by now through reading up on the COVID vaccines, mRNA-based versions work a little differently than traditional vaccines, which is uh, which used a weakened piece of virus to expose their bodies. Did it, did it really say, as you may <laughs> have heard now, after reading up on the, or did you just say that? No, no, I said, yeah, that's what they wrote. It sounds like they're saying in fewer words or more words, perhaps, um, after doing your own research. After doing your own research. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, as detailed in an excellent, very worth listening to Game Changers podcast from The Economist, mRNA vaccines are intended to train our cells to create proteins to fight viruses. The mRNA is the intermediary between DNA and proteins, and proteins control pretty much everything that happens in our cells. DNA makes mRNA, which is in turn uh, acts as a messenger and instructs our cells to make proteins. The workshop where the proteins get made is the cell's ribosome, this is fundamentally the idea behind RNA therapeutics. 
said Natasha Loader, health policy editor at The Economist. It's about taking control of that workshop by essentially manipulating these messengers. And so at the heart of what they're doing here with this uh, HIV uh, vaccine, it's kind of similar to that. Do you guys ever wonder, like, what would have, not to make this about COVID, but what this would have, what what kind of reception, and if we, and if all of this, all the bullshit about, like, all the conspiracy bullshit about the vaccine, uh, about the COVID vaccine, do you think it all would have been mitigated if mRNA had been successfully used in something like HIV, where it was like, oh, finally, this thing that they've been working on for a very, very long time finally has this promising drug, mm. with this new technology, and then, and and you know, the, and that had happened like in 2018 or something, P- possibly, and then, and then and then 2020, they're like, hey, and for the first time <laughs> since the HIV vaccine, we're implementing mRNA technology into these vaccines, and it would have just like totally not had the 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 craziness that happened about the vaccines. I I don't think it would have affected the. I think the craziness would have happened regardless, regardless because yeah. I mean you can present people who think that there are conspiracy theories around them with logical and rational arguments of why the things that they think are fucking crazy and they won't believe you anyway. So mm-hmm. it's possible to think that, but um, it's just too much I mean, scale. Yeah, and the uh, the other thing I was going to say was. Um, I can't remember. I mean, uh, but but to bring this back to what we were talking to to you know making this more about the fact that this could be used for successfully treating HIV and getting rid of and many it. other diseases. Mm-hmm. And and, and well. sorry, does it say does it say whether it would be prophylactic or would it be you you you'd get HIV and it would treat it treat it? Um. So, uh, whether the the HIV vaccine will work as well as the COVID vaccine remains to be unseen. Or it remains to be seen, and it will take far longer to know. But initial indications are promising. Earlier this week, this year, the International AIDS Vaccine Initiative and Scripps Research tested a piece of the vaccine and saw a ninety seven percent of study participants developing the intended immune response. It is if it's ultimately successful, an HIV vaccine could be particularly helpful in countries where areas where people don't have easy access to anti uh sorry antiretroviral and pre-exposure prophylaxis so prep the drug prep um mrna is now being touted as a potential tool for vaccines against everything from malaria to even cancer mm. in the wake of so much catastrophe uh, cat- catastrophe we can see that technology as one good thing the COVID-19 pandemic has left in its destructive yeah. way. That's what I was going to so say is that I think it would be I, I, the way I'm gathering this and I could be wrong, but the way I'm taking this is that it is a uh, it's like a preventative, like like prep. Right. So you take prep in mm. order to. And I wonder it, if it would if, it, if they would if, if it would be you, you want you wonder whether that would make it work its way into like childhood vaccinations. Mm or or if it would be right, not yeah. or if it would not be for uh I don't know the statistics on on HIV in North America or Europe but like obviously you know that the HIV rates in African nations are 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 really high and especially sub I think sub-Saharan Africa is really where it's um really bad um and so you know would it be something that would be uh implemented really heavily there but not really in North America because it's sure. because you know there, there's not the likelihood is a fraction of what it would be mm-hmm. in, a, yep. in a, in a country like, yeah, that's a know, good Congo question or something like that. The, um, the other thing that I 
was thinking about with mRNA vaccines is that really we could look at the COVID-19 pandemic. I guess this is really essentially what this article is, is all about in one sense is that without the COVID-19 pandemic, um, it may not have paved the way for mRNA vaccines for other um, things to be possible or mm. used right mm-hmm. now. So like, yeah, the fact that it like expedited that process is Bit of yeah. a silver obviously. Lining. Well, it was silver. Bruce, uh, uh, what was Bruce's last name? Something buffer Zetter Zetter Bruce Zetter. Sorry. Um, you know, he said, he said, yeah, I know. Right. Common misconception. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> um, that Bruce Zetter said, uh, that it would be, that it was going to be about like 20 years. Or that he thought that that we moved up the timeline by ten or fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. With COVID, moved the mRNA timeline up by about ten or fifteen years. Yeah, mm, yeah which is which, crazy. Yeah, I mean, because he said that there was a. I mean, you fucking beat him to it. You 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 know you you like you mostly you like you know ninety percent cured your CF already. Yeah, um, I forgot to take my pill last night though. So no, oh, the, we can't do that. Um, the other, he said that there was the the trial going on with an mRNA um an mRNA treatment for CF. But yeah, but I mean, uh, if that was a cure, that'd be <laughs> right. even crazier yeah. than what I'm dealing with now. Totally. The um, the other thing is is that the like, just the fact that I don't know, I can't remember what I was going to say again. Cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, here's something that's uh, just eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, far more interesting <laughs> than that brain fart. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, how do you guys feel about mayo? <laughs> I'm pro mayo. I'm pro mayo too. Yeah, I'm I just had some with my well. fries. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I actually haven't had like mayo mayo in quite a while because we get vegan. Yeah, mayo. right. I, uh, I I only get aioli because uh, I'm better. Oh, than, the greatest, better than all of you. The greatest rebrand of the of the 21st century. Yeah, uh, mayo. How do you guys feel about sea turtles? Uh, I'm pro sea turtle. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. How do you guys feel about straws? Anti straw. Yeah, me anti, too. anti anti straw for plastic. people. Anti straw for me. Anti plastic <laughs> straws. I like uh, metal straws. Oh yes, metal straws or like bamboo reusable uh, ones. Getting problematic. Uh, plastic straws very important for the disabled community. It looks like you guys hate people who are disabled. Good to know. <clears throat> Thank you, folks, and remember it. I don't. <laughs> That's a, plastic see, straws. You asked for, for me, not for the not in, not plastic in general. Plastic straws for presidents. Fuck the sea turtles. Let them die. That's what I say. And uh, thank God, I know you're all with me on this. So uh, here's how mayo is being used to save sea turtles. So we don't need to get rid of plastic straws. We just need mayo. Oh, interesting. Which um, is also like definitely made with like oil in some way, like uh, mayo. like gasoline, like. You petroleum. Think you think there's petroleum in mayo? No. There's petroleum in everything. No, 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 no. Petroleum in the no. bottle that mayo comes in. That's not For what's sure, happening yeah. here. Mayo's saving the petroleum covered turtles. So, according <laughs> to the Associated Press, a recent oil spill on Israel's coast has created an environmental crisis for wildlife. And that includes more than one, uh, uh, that includes sea turtles. More than a hundred, a thousand tons 
of tar have washed ashore over 120 miles. Oh, God. Sea turtles native to the region are being subjected to the toxic substance that covers their bodies and enters their digestive systems, giving them very upset tummies. What are we doing I know. to the planet? I know. Rescue turtles have been moved. Not the moved. planet, dude. Us. Yeah. What are we doing uh, to yeah, us? Yeah. Res- but the planet includes us. Yeah, no, the dude. Planet, the planet's going. The planet doesn't fucking, give a fuck, I don't give a dude. Shit. Anybody who's saying save the planet, yeah. yo, rebrand to save humanity. I, I, That's I need. It. I need you to save ask. I need you to ask me any questions for clarification on that because when I use the term planet, I'm talking about all of the life forms that inhabit it, okay, not the sure. actual like rock. Okay. Right. Remember how we ground. were just having a conversation before we started recording about the uh, words that we use intent. and the meaning? Yeah, the it's intent. about intent. Yeah, yeah. I need you so, guys to ask questions for to, to understand my intent. And I just need you to use better words. Okay, I'll try my best. Yeah, we'll meet each other I'm, halfway. I'm trying my best here. I can't even remember <laughs> what type of questions I want to ask you guys. <laughs> so, uh, so sea turtles native to the region are being fucked up and, uh, and rescue turtles are being moved to the sea turtle rescue center in Mycorm, uh, Mishmoret, Mike Moret, Mick Moret, <laughs> to receive treatment. <laughs> Quote, they all got here with a coat of tar on their heads, oh, my in their God. eyes, oh, no. in their nostrils, in their mouth and digestive system and stomach. Uh, Yaniv Levy, founder of the center, <clears throat> told Israel News outlet Haaretz.com. Imagine they're a bunch of sea donuts. Uh, with this kind of damage, they have no cho- chance to survive without treatment. We removed the tar from their nostrils and eyes so they could breathe and see. To flush the tar out, conservationists have found that mayonnaise is an effective solution. I can I totally understand that because when I have mayonnaise, it really flushes out my insides. It's like kind of yeah. just goes through there. Yeah. Takes everything with it, and then it comes out like really two hours later. Yeah. So what's happening? What's probably mess. happening there is because I know you eat a lot of tar. Is that first vegetable oil is used to thin out the tar, and then turtles are fed the condiment via a syringe, which dilutes the tar and allows it to be flushed out of their digestive tract. Where does the where do, where do the straws come into play here? Um, well, just that you know everybody thinks that straws are killing the turtles. Really, it's it's the fucking tar. Uh, just because we saw one video of a straw being pulled out of a fucking turtle's nose is not enough for us to get rid of plastic straws. And actually, plastic straws are kind of important. And also, if you think plastic straws are the fucking problem, take a look around, brother. Okay? <laughs> you know, there's a way more fucking things that we need to be worrying about. Like this. This fucking, like, you know, this Five Guys cup that I just ordered. That's I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. That's made of paper. I'm a piece of shit for ordering. <laughs> you can that's, probably, made of, that's made of paper, dude. <laughs> you can probably feel better that the guy who delivered it rode here on an e-bike. That's a very renewable resource. That I do feel better. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anyway, this has nothing to do with straws. <laughs> to be but, fair. But the straws aren't the problem. To be it's fair. The, uh, it's the oil companies that are taking a big old totally. shit on turtles because a straw getting a straw <laughs> in a turtle's nose would be like throwing a dart on a bullseye from like uh hundred sh- feet away can i hey, share man. can i share yeah. something with you sure um that's investing related but i'm not going to talk about investing Fuck's sake. Uh, and how does this tie into fucking hey, larry david so, so the- <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny so there's a so there's an index uh uh that's called the s&p 500 esg index which basically an esg could it is, be more letters esg is esg is environmental social and governance and it's a it's a measure by which companies are measured in terms of like what they're doing for the environment and their like social governance like whether they have diverse board but diverse boards of directors <clears throat> 
um, and stuff stuff like that. Have we yeah. uh, done our, any research into like who's really like giving out these designations and stuff though? Like, is it just like you S&P, pay your buddy? Standard and Poor's. Yeah, they pay their buddies. The biggest rating agency on the planet. Um, so, so basically, uh, Tesla was recently taken off of this list, even though they're an electric car company, and even though obviously they add to carbon emissions, they're doing lots to remove it, and uh, and. That same index has awarded Exxon as one of the, the in the top three most environmentally uh, um, uh, like concerned companies. This is on, my question in the, about in the it, world. Who's doing the awarding well, exactly, of those things? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Kind of reminds crazy. me of a conversation we just had on the podcast with Britt Ray about uh, Generation Dread and the fact that we are fucked. Climate yeah. anxiety. And that yeah. is it. That's, that Exxon can be on that list as like a. As like a as like an environmental steward, yeah, yeah. and Tesla's been kicked off the list. But I'll tell you one thing, dude. Fuck straws. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, gotta get those bad. fucking straws out of the picture because <laughs> that'll bad. solve it all. We're bad people. <laughs> all right, so uh, because mayonnaise has proteins and fats, it's also nourishing for the turtles. So not only is it clearing out the tar, it's making them go, mmm, yum. They're That's on a keto bad. diet, or and uh, who are right now subs. Uh, Subsidize, uh, subsidizing almost exclusively on an all mayo diet. Oh my god, oh, dude, that dude, sounds they horrible. Are keto. <laughs> Currently, twenty-seven turtles are being treated. Uh, though the turtles began to respond with care within days, it could be weeks or month be- months before they're ready to be released Wait, I, back into the wild. I honestly, the um, results of their blood work. I I want to go down and protest now in front of this group's office because those turtles should turtles? be. Yeah, they should be eating organic and yeah. feeding them mayo is completely unacceptable. Well, this I don't is, know. This, I, it this is, is a hilarious. It is them. Hilarious. I mean, mayo really is just, it's like vegetable oil and eggs, you know, like it's kind of yeah. nice. It's yummy. Um, uh, I you can only take say, it one step further though. I, 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 I do what you're illustrating. Yeah. I have, I have two things <laughs> to say. The first thing is congratulations, Dina, because you get a producer of the week on our discord for giving me this story, which has been great. Uh, secondly, I want to say, for the like, you know, the Exxon Mobiles and like those kinds of places, why aren't okay, right? So like this oil company, right, takes a big old fucking oil dump on all these fucking turtles, mm-hmm. and everyone's crying about straws. Really, shut the fuck up about the straws, dude. You are this bitter. Is, on this the is the problem, thing. right? This is the fucking problem. So so if they do this, they do this to the turtles, right? And we got twenty seven turtles being treated. Why don't we have? least 20 at least 27 if not 2700 people taking their own version of a dump on the front step of like exxon mobile because we you know, like I, why I'll are we exactly just why. taking shits i'll tell you exactly right why. right where these people have to work like because just take a shit there no it's because these guys in charge of these companies have fetishes with shit like their scat play cool fetishes. that and, and yeah. we learned this from the um yeah. what's the nigard yeah. Um, case like these are just it's the same cookie cutter version oh, was of Nygaard into shit? I know that McAfee was yeah Nygaard was McAfee they were, was, homie. see, they were homies were they not they're cookie cutter same right. same dude they do love is, shit yeah right. and, and this so, is why yeah. they don't this is why these these people don't see the problem with the shit that they're taking on the turtles because they're like they I think everybody get, likes they're like it. I don't get why they don't like it they're actually yeah. good people right. yeah yeah right, right. At, yeah they they just misguided see this is why intent doesn't matter because if you, they think Based on their intent, they feel like they're doing the right thing. Yeah, right. Well, I still think we should take a shit 
um, <laughs> where they were. You know uh, what the, the problem is with the plastic straws, though, Jer, is that they're actually made out of the same oils that are being dumped on the turtles' heads anyway. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's right. like just more processed yeah, it's true. and a little bit later it's down true, the line. You know what? This job's not valid. <laughs> you know? The oil is. It's the fucking, it's the dudes taking shits in the ocean. That's the Do problem. you think that Jer's taking big straw money? <laughs> Yeah, I think he is. Do you is. think he's like in Big Straw's pocket? <laughs> I think he is. He sounds like he's in Big Straw's pocket. I didn't even know pocket. there was an industry, but. Oh, dude, there's big everything. Do you guys like metal? Context? Yeah. The music. Oh, yeah. Mm, I'm not a big metal head. Uh, one of my hair was long, for sure. <laughs> I do like me some metal. I don't like Metallica, though. Um, but uh, here's a Metallica Is Metallica story. a real metal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But they're They're just a bunch of fucking... They're just a bunch of babies. I thought um, I thought like real metalheads would be like, ah, oh, man, that's, babies, that's baby metal. Of ba- speaking of babies and metal and Metallica, uh, a woman gave birth at a Brazilian stadium show as uh, Metallica was playing Enter Sandman. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did they name their kid Sandman after? Well, let's find out. Supermarkets, cars, and lifts are just some of the unusual places reporting uh, reported for babies who have been who've made speedy entrances into the world, probably precipitous births. Uh, but one newborn in Brazil now surely lays claim to the most rock and roll arrival of all time. Two-day-old Luan Figueiro was born at a Metallica gig in the uh, Cuatu Poria Stadium in Brazil's southern state of Parana to the sound of Enter Sandman, according to his mom. Wow. Metallica have shared details of the birth on their with their 8.2 million followers on the band's Instagram stories. Joyce M. Figueroa, um, who bought tickets to the show three years ago, said she was 39 weeks pregnant and sitting in a special area for the show when her contractions began during Metallica's set. With just three songs left to go. Holy shit, she was really holding on. The plan was to take her to the hospital by ambulance, but... There was no more time, in quotations. Oh, so she just really didn't want to go. Sharing the news in the post <laughs> written by bo- in both Portuguese and English on Instagram, Miss, uh, Mrs. Figueiro said that her son was born right there in the stadium as the band's biggest hit, Enter Sandman, played. The whole day was very crazy, she said, uh, adding that she had uh, joked the little boy's name would be James Ulrich. Named after Metallica's frontman, James Hetfield, and drummer Lars Ulrich. They should have called him Sandman. Uh, I mean, hey, Miss Figueroa or Enter said she had entered, uh, or had received lots of messages about her son's birth and thanked well wishes for their support. She said, quote, I'm great physically and trying to understand how this happened, she wrote. Well, I, I mean, tell, she, I mean, I she staved just, off the stayed, ambulance, right? You just yeah. sat there. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> for everyone's love and concern. Do you, you think, do you think that she was just like, so like so full of adrenaline listening to metal that she was just like in the, so in the zone and like present in her body and the experience that she just, just felt compelled to give birth there. Faster. Dude, the Faster. fucking double kick drum was probably what sent her into the attractions <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh, it's coming. Oh, God, but they haven't played it or Sandman yet. Oh, there it is. I love this song. Yeah. Here's that. You want to know something really sad? Um, no. <laughs> Luan was not the first baby to be born at a gig. Here's a really sad story. In 2019, a woman gave birth uh, during a pink concert in Liverpool's Anfield Stadium. 
and then went on to name her little girl Dolly Pink. That's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's as sad as it gets. (laughs) Dolly Pink? Can you imagine growing up and being like, and like you fucking turn of age and you go, I'm going to listen to some music. And then your mom's like, you should listen to this Pink song because you were born at this concert. And that's what I named you after. And then you listen to a Pink song and you go, <laughs> shit. What? <laughs> Dude. I'm changing my name today. And that's why we named you Avril. Yeah. Hey, actually. Avril yeah. Skater. <laughs> that, that's the type of person that's just so... That mom is so annoying that it's possible she's the executive of like an oil and gas company. And that's why we got to take a shit on that mother's doorstep. (laughs) All right. Play me. Play me the song you named me after. He was a skater boy. (laughs) Uh, By the way, that was what the health. uh, That was our what the health segment. That that lady pooped out uh, baby salmon. We didn't know that. You didn't tell us. So, yeah, no, I forgot. Uh, What a silly episode this was, huh? Have we just been all three distinctly different people since we ate? (laughs) I think so. I don't know what happened, man. I think we... It was a fucking weird one. That was weird, yeah. We hadn't eaten all day. We recorded a bunch of episodes. I mean, am I? do I seem different? Because you guys seem like different people. (laughs) I need to take a nap. I got another commitment. You're you're different. You you can't handle your baby sucking into your ear. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I can't... Dude, it it flips a switch. Guys, I just want to say I'm I'm grateful that we get to do this together, and I want to say that now to you publicly, just in case there's no listeners next week. Um, just that I have like because we she never is. know when there just will be. You never know when it's all gonna dry you, you up. You never know when people will just be tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when it's all just gonna go. You never know when we could just be a bunch of turtles with straws in our noses. You never, yeah, you do. Yeah, you really never know. Well, it's not the straws problem. So, uh, <laughs> folks, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, we're coming back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, we've got some really fun episodes in the pipeline lined up for weeks to come. We're very excited to uh, to be coming at you all summer long with some good fucking content. And I know summer's not really the greatest time to be listening to podcasts, but if you go Singing for a run, sweet home Alabama, yeah, if you go for a run <laughs> or anything like that, you know, they just like stick us in your ears and listen along. <laughs> they ain't the uh, kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can just leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have Spotify, I'm going to leave it in there. <laughs> and, if you, and if you want to send us a letter, I would love to know. What dumb name would you give your kid if you had to name them after your either your band, your favorite band and your favorite song by that band? And it's got to be a combination of the band and their like what and your favorite song by that band. Is that how you get like your stripper name? It's something, it's yeah, like some, yeah, something yeah. like that. So you're going to yeah. so you're going to you're going to email letters at sickpointpodcast.com and let us know the combination of those names. And if you want to be a guest on the show. Sickpointpodcast.com slash contact. And uh, if you want to join us on Discord for the post-episode conversation, you can do that. We're over on Discord. Um, Shout out again to Sina for being the uh, producer of the week for the great content that she shared. You can also share content over there on Discord if you join us. Uh, The link to our Discord is in the show notes. And as always, a huge thank you to the folks that make this show happen. Thank you, Jeff Lonis, our manager. We just love you so much. And uh, thanks to Rich O'Coin for the theme music. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.